Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. They're an arrogant, ingrown, close-knit brotherhood like the mafia. They're the product of a sick society. To hell with tomorrow. Their bag is today. Their bag is right now. Right now. Right now. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Oh, the hair on my neck just <laughs> straight up. With Ben Higgins. Thank God all these bottles I popped. All this paper I've been getting. All these models I popped. Stephen Woods. It's my job to pull that demon out of Ben Higgins. And I will do it. And Paul Reindel. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Ben and Woods. Oh, I do. We see the road, on 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, you got it. All right, my friends, we are halfway home on a Thursday. You are firmly entrenched in uh, the Ben and Woods offseason. This is what you do in the offseason. You just bandy things about. You're not floppily entrenched. You're, no, firmly you're firmly entrenched. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're in it. You're absolutely in it in the uh, the offseason Padres talk here. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle, executive producer. Ben Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor as well. And... Um, you listen, I was thinking back about the conversation we just had, and and I, I just thought, man, there's a lot to cover. There's a lot to think about if you're the front office of the San Diego Padres. There is for every team. It's it's not it's not uncommon, but um, <laughs> it, it feels like a bit of a mountain uh, sometimes when you really sit down and think about, and there's a lot of what-ifs. You know, I got a text that said, uh, maybe instead of moving Cronenworth to left field, we'll just find somebody that hits better. And I said, yeah, I agree. But, uh, you know, we, we made him a Padre for life, essentially. So these are, are – sometimes you get to a point with players and you're like, well, he's here. You know, how do we best use him? And that's that's been the Padres' kind of bugaboo is finding out where, where to use guys and how to get the most out of them. In fact, sometimes we get really good players and they come here and we get the worst out of them. That needs to change. Well, we're with Jake Cronenworth where we were – Year or two ago with Trent Grisham, yep. like oh, man, this young guy's coming up. He's going to be a, a potential star, and then took him yeah, from had, a team that didn't want him. Has, yeah. a, has a really bad season, and goes, oh, I'm sure he's going to bounce back next year, though. So now we're in. I'm sure he's going to bounce back. Face well, Trent Grisham didn't really bounce back. Correct. You know, he, then now he's just a different player, not as good of a player. Will Jake Cronenworth bounce back, or is he on this? continuing decline that really will hamstring the Padres going forward. An unmovable contract with an unproductive player. Or can he get back to being the guy he was a couple of years ago? And 
Then all of a sudden you've got you know a guy who can play second base and you know deliver the kind of numbers he was doing a couple of years ago, and you have no problem paying that kind of money to Jake Cronenworth. But he needs to bounce back. That's one of the biggest yes. things that the Padres need He's, in 2024 he, he, is a bounce is, back from Jake. He is a big, big part of, of this team's success going forward. And it, it sounds crazy to say when you have the, the big four that we have. <laughs> but you have to have those guys, and you see these role players and, and these – Six, seven, eight, nine hole hitters really coming through in the playoffs, and when you can have uh, those getting the most out of those guys, man, it can just make it makes your team deep, it makes your team scary. I also know? thought during that conversation last hour about Grisham, and if you're in the camp that hey, we need to figure something out, we need to move on and, and try something new. Doesn't that also just make you double down on not trading Juan Soto? Yeah. Now you have then you have two you outfield have positions you got to figure out. Two big old holes out there, so. Mm. Interesting. This segment of Ben and Woods is brought to you by the Golf Mart. We're going to get out to the phones here. Coming up, though, uh, later this hour, we got Eno Saris in our Smart Baseball segment at 835. We've got a bunch of ticket giveaways. Uh, we got more tickets for Adam Carolla. We've got SDSU Nevada football tickets to visit Snapdragon Stadium on Saturday. We've got a football threesome in our second half Ooh. of the show, a Rindle report. So busy second half of Ben and Woods here on a throwback Thursday. But let's get out to some callers, see what you think about Trent Grisham, Padres center field. Let's go to Terry. Uh, Terry, welcome to Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm doing great. You guys you guys are getting a little short-sighted on Tatis. Okay. Uh, he, he can't stay healthy. This is the one year he stays healthy because he only has to play part of the outfield. You put him in center field, you're risking losing his bat, plus possibly losing him to an injury because he's fragile. So if you leave him in right and Soto in left, you, that, those, those coverages get, stay big and you don't need that center fielder that can cover all that ground. Sure. I, so I, I love it. Not, I, I, go ahead. I love his arm out in, in right field. I mean, he has a cannon for an arm, which is what you want out of your right fielder. You can't ask anything. You can ask more of him, but you can't ask more than the, what we got this year. He was suspended the first 20 games. So take that off the 162. He played 141 games, right? So missed one game. He got the surgeries that he needed to, to get. He is healthy. I don't. How long, Terry, until he's no longer fragile? I was just going to say, is is, is he, Fernando Tatis Jr. fragile? I think he it's, was. It's debatable. Can you um, can you become he had, unfragile? He had the injury yes. in Double A that was, I think, sliding into second. Yep. That he had that one. It wasn't playing in the field. It was it was during doing something offensively. Now he had the shoulder fixed. That was something that had been lingering for a while. Yes. I don't know if that was specifically caused by anything. It just was something that, that motorcycle. No, that was that was uh, that was a, that was that was a totally that was a risk. But that was a non-baseball accident. That was falling off a motorcycle. That you can say he's was irresponsible or immature. But that could have happened to anyone falling off a motorcycle. It doesn't make you fragile. Makes you maybe careless, yeah. but you know I, I can't imagine playing center field is going to make him more susceptible to getting into a car accident. So. I think it's debatable. He stayed healthy all season long, and there's guys who you know had a couple injuries earlier in their career, and then all of a sudden they went ten years and were out there every single day. Manny had injuries early in his career, learned how to stay on the field, take better care of himself, and became an Iron Man essentially. Uh, you know, until this season has been an Iron Man at third base. So you do evolve as a baseball player, and that includes your health and your approach 
to staying on the field as well. But it's an interesting point and a good call by Terry. Let's uh, let's go to Ben. You are next up on 97.3 The Fan. Good morning, Ben. How are you guys doing? Good, Ben. Uh, so I just uh, wanted to give you my take on the Grisham thing. Obviously, I think Kyle Schwarber is like the the prototype for the low average, yeah. high output offensive player now. Yes. That's not going to happen with Grisham. Correct. But two names that I think are more realistic for Padre fans to kind of hope for, uh, one not so good, one you know had a pretty successful career as a secondary person, would be Ray Ordonez back in the day with the Mets. Unreal defensive Unreal. output. Terrible at the plate. That that's one way you could hope, but I don't think that's necessarily Grisham's level either. But the one I think you could really compare him to and hope as a Padres fan is Mark Bellhorn from those Red Sox teams that went to the World Series in the early two thousands. Showed up in the playoffs, reliable, reliable uh, defensive player. Picked it, yeah. He's never going to win a batting title, but that's kind of what I think you need to hope for with Grisham. And if he can do that and show up when it counts, doesn't even need to show up all the time. Then you can, you know, plug that piece in with the the big four, and maybe get a couple other uh, other nice uh, side pieces there. I'll no, it, it, up here. Abso- Thanks, absolutely, man, and and that's that's kind of what I was saying earlier. You better be you better be great at something. If you're not if you're not going to hit, you better hit for power, like Kyle Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber does not hit for average. He had as many homers as almost as he did singles. But he hit 47 bombs this year, batted 203, Just some ridiculous, <laughs> uh, huge OPS. He walked a ton, too, so he was on base. You better be great at something. And if you're Trent Grisham and you're now average, we've if you're kind below of, average at everything. We've kind of thought he was great defensively, and maybe he is, and and maybe he isn't, depending on the metrics that you're looking at. That was what kind of sparked this whole discussion. Yeah. Can you count on a, Trent Grisham as a great center fielder and absorb a less a lesser offensive player? Maybe, but is he really great in center field, or is he just a you know a, a major guy. league center fielder? Which they're all really pretty great right now. Sure, yeah. If you play center field in the big leagues, you're a good player. So, uh, what what differentiates you? And and again, you, like can, you just plug the average defensive center fielder in, but he hit. 230, 235, 240? Yeah. Like, doesn't that feel like that would because be a Because the average world of defensive difference. center fielder is still average. a really great Good. player. Yeah. Good player. It's not saying like the average defensive first baseman might be an, an, you know, an iron hand over there, but an average center fielder is a really good defensive player in Major League Baseball. Yeah. You, you know, again, and this is what we talk about every single year with this team, and we have, and we talk about it all season. What would we hate the most? You flip Trent Grisham, you get a pitch, you get an arm, and somebody unlocks twenty five home run a year power, which is not out of the realm of possibility with as much as he barrels the ball, and unlocks a, a great great player that you gave away again for nothing. Now again, you're not gonna he's not a guy you're gonna extend long term. I just I'm I'm as confused as the next person on what to actually do with him. Uh, do you just run it back and say we need more from you? I think he knows that he wants to play better. Um, but I just don't know what you do. He's one of the many, many confounding pieces uh, on our team. The crazy thing is, you know, this will be his last season of arbitration. He has a great season. All of a sudden, you have, you a have to new, pay him. You have, have a, a new, new problem. problem on your hands, <laughs> and going now. What do we do with Trent yeah, Grisham? He, he because pulls he's a gonna, Waka and a Lugo. He's going to command 
a pretty insane contract all of a sudden as a free agent, and you will be I take my happy, chances with but that, also kind of tearing your hair out a little bit. Anthony says it well in the chat. He says, if that happens, then good for him, yeah. but we can't keep trying with That's it. Like, true. He is, That's true. We, we have the sample size. We've seen it. Matt says... Like, last year wasn't just a bad year. It, it's why I'm okay with the Padres walking away from Blake Snell. We've seen him at his greatest, and it is great. But we also know over the long run, there's going to be the hair tearing out moments. There's going to be the walks. Is he really going to strand as many runners as he did this season? Probably not. I think Blake Snell is is due to have a good year next year, but it's going to be a step backwards. How big of a step is the question, but do you want to pay more for a guy who's taking a step backwards? That's because exactly that's, right. That's what you're going to be paying for with Blake Snell. You're going to be paying through the nose for a guy who almost certainly is not going to perform as well as he did this year. Yep. And Matt says if they unlock his potential, another team with Trent Grisham, isn't that more of an indictment of the Padres for not being able to? 100%. Yes. I, said it, I said it an hour ago. I, it, it 100% is. And it wouldn't be the first player. I want to know the overarching theme that, that rattles around in my head every day is why do players come here and get worse, and why do why are other teams able to unlock uh, more players? And I know that there are outliers, certainly, uh, in, in, in every scenario, but that has just been something that, that sticks in my head, rattles around in my brain every day. And there's always the one really solid answer. The media. Insanity. It's the media. Yeah, it's the media. It's the sure. media. That's it's why fault. people don't play as well here. Yeah. Uh, Jeff says if the Padres are pinching pennies and pinching, p- pinching, pinching, it's my East Coast coming out. Pinching, we're pinching yeah. pennies, pinching yeah. pennies. Then uh, Trent Grisham is the best possible scenario. We cross our fingers, he turns it around. Padres don't spend a ton on a free agent center fielder. Yeah, it's uh, super fun. No, again, him and Cronenworth are the guys though. Where I think you could sell to another team to maybe package, get something in return that you think can help you out, and that other team goes. We can fix that. Yeah, we'll fix them. If you're pinching pennies, you need to put your money in pitching, is what I'm saying. So, not center field. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. So, maybe you do have to tr- trust Trent Grisham for one more I mean, year. if it comes down to you getting a number three or a number four starter, but you got to run Sugar out in center field, I mean... I don't know that Sugar's the answer either. I mean... Placeholder. like Sugar. I like Sugar a lot. He's not my everyday center yeah, fielder, I bro. I mean, come on, let's be let's be real. Brett Sullivan's a good dude too. I don't want him behind the dish. He's what we have day. in the system right now. No. there's other guys coming up. Maybe a couple years away. Marcy's coming up. He plays center, I think. Um, there's there's guys that can do it. It's just a matter of are they ready now? Jackson Merrill is certainly an interesting idea. I personally don't move Tatis anywhere. I just leave him. Hey, congrats! Like we asked you to do this, you did it. You did it with to great success, and you're our right fielder. And I re-signed Juan Soto. Juan Soto's my left fielder. I like the idea of the Padres, two greatest players in franchise history, both being right fielders who spent, you know, 15 to 20 years with the team. Sure. And that's, uh, you know, that's now the trajectory Tatis may be on. Not the same kind of player as Tony Gwynn, but you could have two of the greats, you know, Hall of Famers potentially manning right field for decades in the same Padres uniform. I'll put the my same money city. on him being our center fielder. I think that's still just – that makes the most sense you to me. He still wants center, okay. I think he's played 242 games at short, 12 games in center, 157 games in right, one game at second base. I think when Fernando Tatis Jr. Require, retires, he will have played the most games in center field. Okay. I'm, I mean, look, I'm fine with it. Just got to get some 
gets I mean, right because field, right field is the, closer to the bench, freak. so maybe he's worried about. Yeah, <laughs> no, I don't want to do that. Like, we're not close to the We're bench. not talking about moving Juan Soto to center field. <laughs> no. Like, it's, Tatis is a freak athlete. Yep. I think he would thrive in center field. Yeah, I mean, again, this is you know you have to, you but he's got to want it. He's, he's got to have the buy. He's got to want to do it, and he's got to put in the work. And we've already seen that he's willing to do that for right. But I do wonder if he does in fact play winter ball, and I think the report was that he is going to be played for his dad's team. Where does his old man play him? Uh, that's that's the interesting thing. If the, his old man goes, well, I mean, I don't want to upset the apple cart here. I'm going to put you out in right, or he goes, hey, I'm. But the answer to that is simple. Wherever the Padres tell. His old man to play. True. If you're going to give him permission, it has to be. It has, has to come be, with a caveat. It has to ca- come with some catches. Do not put and him some, at shortstop, right? Yeah, I mean, you, that, there's there's negotiations that go on in this. I don't think it's as simple. Well, the as... The team has to grant permission. For yeah, I, I don't think it's as simple like as as someone's made it out to be on a tweet. And, like, oh yeah, he's going to play, and it's going to be whatever. If it happens, and I think it's it's still an if it happens. The Padres will have a say in exactly what it looks like when it, when it does happen. <laughs> You're DHing, too. my friend. Absolutely, that's possible. You want legitimate DHs if if it happens. All right, uh, phone lines are still open. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Looking forward to getting Eno's take on this when he joins us for his smart baseball segment at the bottom of the hour, and we're going to give away some Adam Carolla tickets coming up as well. All in the next few minutes. A Ben Woods first, though. A chink of traffic here on ninety seven three. The fam. someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well good thing instacart shoppers are as picky as you are they find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line they are milk expiration date detectives they bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. 
Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just uh, talked around and around and around and around about what the Padres should do with center field and Trent Grisham. I've got an answer. Oh, you do? Because yeah. I was saying we didn't come up with an uh, answer. My answer all. is no idea. <laughs> That's my answer. That's the answer. Yeah, you asked me, I'll tell you, I've got no idea. I don't get paid to make those decisions, and I'm glad I don't. And it, it obviously, you know, as A.J. Preller will tell you, it's not always the answer you want to hear, because we like to hear about the plan and what the Padres are going to do. But everything's contingent on something else. Like, they may be targeting a pitcher, but if they don't get them, then the secondary target is now to do something in the outfield instead because, well, we didn't like the next pitcher available. It's not It's not like, okay, we're targeting a pitcher. We didn't get our first one, so we'll go to our second one. We'll go to our third one. Sometimes we only really like these two guys at pitcher, and if we didn't get either one of them, well, now we pivot because we really like this guy who happens to be a center fielder or a first baseman. So we'll spend the money there. There are pivots and branches of the tree that, you know, spoke out on your on your off-season plan and as you go down one fork, that closes off another but then opens up new branches off that fork as to what you might do in the off-season. So it's always We are forked, that's for sure. That's uh, one thing I do. I will agree with you 100%. The San Diego Padres. They're forked for life. Are forked. Yeah, many many Forks. No forks given. Right. No, plenty of forks. I have all the forks to give, but I do feel like we are a little bit forked uh, moving forward. Many, many forks to explore. Right? It's a nice workaround. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, We are going to give away some tickets here in a second. We've got Eno Saris joining us at the bottom of the hour, and uh, we got a lot to talk about with Eno. You guys said he was doing something. What was he doing? I, I don't know. I don't, we don't know. even know. I don't know. I didn't see it. All right. So as best I could tell, it's I don't I think it's fake. There was a commercial he tweeted out with Pudge Rodriguez in some underwear. I mean, it's not fake. It was very it was well produced. Is this a real product? It felt like okay. a social media commercial more than like you're not gonna see it <laughs> right. during a commercial. Do you break. have it? I'm pulling it up. All right. So Eno tweeted Introducing the Bulgarhythm. A ball-embracing game-level statistic that, if guessed correctly during the World Series, will win you a lifetime supply of Saks underwear. I think this Saks underwear... No, it is. It's a real thing. And Nino Saris, I think, is now... I think think it was made for social media. It's a little long. And Pudge Rodriguez is standing there in Saks underwear, and it's zeroing in on his boys. Strikeouts, home runs, diving catches. There's plenty to love about baseball, but what about balls? Sacks on the wear cares about balls. They hold balls like a catcher's mitt, which is why for this season's final series, they created the ball algorithm. The ball algorithm. He knows in it in his underwear as well. Let me allow this guy to explain. Thanks, Hall of Fame baseball catcher Yvonne Rodriguez. (laughs) It starts with the total number of balls thrown, added to the total two balls, no strike counts, multiplied by two, added to total base on balls, multiplied by four, added to the number of pass balls squared, divide that by the total number of pitches thrown, and we have our simple algorithm number. The 
Where is Will <laughs> hunting when I need him? Because he would Thank nail you. this. Thank you, man. And anyone who predicts that precise average That's for each game of the series is real. wins Saks underwear for life. Saks will be taking the algorithm of each game, multiplying it by a thousand, and donating that total dollar amount to the Testicular Cancer Foundation. Amazing. So for the last four to seven games, to an end. Root for the ball and win Saks for life. Saks for life. Saks for life. Man. Do they say last four to seven games because they're not allowed to say World Series because it's trademarked? So. Yes, that's <laughs> right. The last four the, to seven games of the season. The big games <laughs> that they will be playing. So, oh, yeah. We have to say the big God. game for the Super Bowl, the last four to seven games of the season for the World Series. So our man the Eno. Basketball Championship Series. He's, the NBA Finals. Our man Eno is now an underwear spokesman and so he's spokesmodel. Lean, so basically he's leaning into his smart baseball reputation Correct. as and he they're playing him off as like you said the will hunting of baseball yeah here. yeah and with his and formulas and him and pudge yeah. uh both in their underwear i would be very reluctant to do a commercial in my underwear would you yes you were very reluctant to do a commercial in a 97 through the fan t-shirt i have to uh the i have to get some of the sax underwear <laughs> I need now. You've you've got me. I can't believe we didn't play that already. You guys saw it. I hadn't seen it. That that was amazing content right there. That is incredible. Holds balls like a catcher's mitt. <laughs> and Podge nailed it. I mean, the monster voicing Bulgarism yeah. is killing me right now. So. <laughs> that was great. Dominic says you were in a diaper. Yeah, I was in a diaper because I lost a bet. But now I got. I wouldn't. I don't know that I would do a spot in underwear. Maybe I could. Be an underwear model. Eno can say now he's an underwear model. Oh, he does Not- have a, he does have a shirt and tie on yeah. above the underwear. Now, just underwear would be very okay. tough to do, right? <laughs> like something that's tweeted out nationally, yeah. all over the place. All right, well, we're going to find out more from the man Cannot himself, wait. Eno Saris, uh, coming model. back. First, though, we're going to give away some tickets. We got another pair. Uh, at the Belly Up, Adam Carolla coming on January 7th. Tickets are on sale now at bellyup.com, right up there in Solana Beach. But we can uh, give out a pair right now to the third caller, 833-288-0973. Call now. Win your pair of tickets to see Adam Carolla at the Belly Up, 833-288-0973. And we'll be back with Eno Saris, our weekly smart baseball segment on The Fan on 97.3 The Fan. Jamming good with weather and gilly. Made it too far Became the special man Then we were Ziggy's fans Ziggy really sang I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. Like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I know who's uh, very probably excited about this is Mrs. Saris. I've never talked to an underwear model before, I don't think. Nor have I. I can only imagine that when you put underwear model on your resume, it's kind of, you got to kind of beat the missus off. Oh, that sounded weird. You kind of got to push her away a little bit. That sounded really weird. I'm sorry. That was a, that was a misspeak. Let's go to traffic. Let's go to traffic and then we'll talk to, uh, you know, Saris. Oh my God. Whoops. <laughs> I'll just stop talking. It's fine. It's time for the super polished, yet to be named Smart Baseball Weekly segment with Eno Harris. Saris, son of a bitch. Hold on. Remix. Brought to you by Seven Mile Casino, just seven minutes from the ballpark by the Bay in Chula Vista. Here's Eno Saris with Ben and Woods on 97.3, the fan. What I really want to know is how the ball rhythm impacted the Padres' run differential this season. I, that seems like there's got to be a correlation there as we welcome Eno Saris from The Athletic uh, back with us here on Ben and Woods on 97.3, the fan. Good morning, Eno. <laughs> that was that was a, an all time misspeak. We yeah, should, we yeah. Should throw that in the intro. <laughs> yeah, should actually we should. That was uh, I guess I misspoke a, a little bit there. But uh, well, where did you uh, record that that lovely spot with uh, Pudge? Uh, it was a uh, like three four weeks ago. They sent me on a red eye out to Miami. Uh, weirdly, I strained an ass muscle trying to sleep on the red eye. I will probably never take one again. If that's I, a, that's an situation. occupational hazard for an underwear yes, model. It is. That we, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, I didn't sleep at all. I get there, and uh, they just ply me with Cuban espressos, and I don't drink coffee. <laughs> so I was basically on mess. <laughs> that so, is insane. Uh, it was an insane day, and 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 here's Ivan Rodriguez, you know, next to me. It was like it was like out of a dream. It was so weird. How? And one of the one of the funniest moments was, um, so we're wearing these these things, and they gave me what's called a modesty cup, um, which is uh, <laughs> just like a a cup so that you don't see all the details. Um, and in between takes, uh, uh, Ivan Rodriguez, former catcher just goes into a catcher's squat just on, out there on the on the stand like out, out on the stage and i'm like that's weird you just do that and he's like yeah man when we're playing golf when i'm you know hanging out in the house i just go into a squat i'm like well uh two things your knees look fine and uh you didn't use a modesty cup <laughs> no modesty cup needed for Pudge rodriguez how many takes did it uh, did did you have to do Oh, I was I was there all day, bro. Commercial Woods did a commercial recently. It's uh, it's a lot of work to do a commercial. It really is tough, and you, you <laughs> and then like you think one you got it down pops out the other side, right? <laughs> oh my god, man! Well, that's that's awesome though. Like it looks, they look great. I'm now interested in purchasing some. What is it? Saks underwear. Um, yeah. They look. Are they supportive? They feel feel good. 
Yeah, what's interesting about them for me is just that, like, uh, you know, there's a lot of underwear with pouches, like Tommy John. It's like some of the other ones have pouches. Uh, for me, those pouches get hot, really. And this one somehow sort of is a pouch without getting super hot. Oh, so. excellent. Yeah, because my algorithm. <laughs> well, it's good to talk to you, my friend. Are you? How are you enjoying these uh, Major League Baseball playoffs that we're seeing unfold in front of us? Uh, I think they're uh, not the not the best uh, that I've seen. Um, That's I mean, my I take like too. We've had, we've had a lot of like uh, games that were done in the third or whatever. Uh, not too many close games. I don't think we've had uh, anything decided in the eighth or ninth. Um, you know, some teams have kind of rallied back to make it somewhat close, but. Uh, you know, that's, that's missing, uh, you know, in terms of like a game seven or a game five, I'm not sure we've had one yet. So, um, you know, it's missing some of the drama that it's associated with like, you know, end of game, end of series. I do, uh, enjoy kind of watching Bryce Harper and that team. Uh, the vibes are off the charts. They, you know, wearing these, uh, sort of gender neutral overalls and, uh, just the whole the, the the major league thing they do at second base uh, is hilarious. Uh, the the way they celebrate is hilarious. They go hard, uh, and they they follow their leader. Bryce Harper is a showman, and they all seem to have taken on aspects of his personality. So. Uh, the Phillies have definitely been uh, been worth watching on TV. But as I said yesterday, unlike you know baseball statistics where you're trying to get a sense of who a guy is based on his numbers, in this sense, past performance does not predict the future results. We could still have a, I mean, we could still get an epic ALCS or even NLCS if the Diamondbacks come out. We could have the best World Series of all time. There's nothing about the lack of good games or the lack of close series that predict that we'll get more of that in the future. It's just kind of random how it's how it's happened and played out so far, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. The playoffs are, are, are you know, very unpredictable. And then, you know, so much of, like, your team construction matters. And, like, you know, today we're finally getting into the meat of, of the series in a way that we haven't all playoffs. If you think about it, like, today – we've got starters going that haven't gone all playoffs. You know, it's uh, in the Rangers series, it's Haney against Urquidy. Urquidy has one start, Haney has one appearance. You know, it's like, uh, it's definitely going to test the depth in a way that we haven't so far. Um, And maybe that'll that'll help the D-backs. I don't think it will, but I think it could help uh, the Astros a little bit. So it, it, there, there could be a turn here. I, I have to say, uh, the Phillies, uh, Diamondbacks one looks kind of over. <laughs> you know, it's interesting to, uh, talking to Eno Saris here on Ben and Woods this morning. I listened to Andrew Friedman yesterday, uh, talk about the complete organizational failure for the second year in a row for the Dodgers. Obviously, we had some organizational failure here. I, I, I made the point yesterday, Eno, you know, in every other league, it's kind of a copycat league. Like, you look at it and say, well, this is what we need to do. We need to build a bullpen like the Phillies. But, you know, so many GMs, and, and I think all of us say, well, it's the playoffs. It's crapshoot. Do you really believe that it's just a total crapshoot, or can you build your team that can, uh, a better team to sustain an October run? Um. Uh, I believe two things. I hope they're not diametrically opposed, but they are uh, waffling in a, in a sense. Sure. I believe that you can have a team that is better suited for the regular season than the than the playoffs. Uh, you know, I have I believe in this concept of slimming down. So, so when you get to the playoffs, you slim down, and your 
bottom five to six players are almost irrelevant. But during the season, those guys are super relevant. You think about a 40-man roster during the season, you use all 40. Like you are calling guys up, guys are getting hurt. It, It matters how good your 28th or 32nd guy is. It doesn't matter in the playoffs, really, unless you've had some really bad fortune, in which case you're probably not going far into the playoffs because someone big is hurt, you know. So I think it really just matters at the top. And, you know, people like to argue about, you know, how important is money and payroll. And, we, you know, that's something that in San Diego people are already rolling their eyes, I know. But um, one thing that you can say is that uh, a lot of lower payroll teams make the playoffs. But when you talk about winning the World Series, they're always top 10 payrolls. And the reason I think that is, is that you have, uh, those teams have young stars that might be cheap, but they also have free agent stars that they've added to that. They've added Bryce Harper to Bryson Stott and Brandon Marsh. You know what I mean? Like they've added the, the, the big superstar to it. So, um, so that's why I think that, you know, you'll see the Rays fall off or you'll see the A's fall off. You'll see the Diamondbacks fall off because, you know, how do you get a pen full of 97 mile an hour guys? Part of it is money. You know, part of it is the willingness to trade away prospects who could turn into cheap players in the major leagues because you want to win now. And that's, that's what these more expensive teams will do. So, um, but I also think the playoffs are super random. So, yeah, there you go. Both answers are correct yeah, at the same time. Exactly. Well, let's talk to, you know, Sarah's from The Athletic. Speaking of trying to figure out the answer, we were talking a lot about the Gold Glove finalists that were announced, uh, Tatis and, and Kim for the Padres, not Manny Machado, not Trent Grisham, who's won it before. And we were looking, and I don't understand, like, the defensive metrics. Uh, you know, an outs above average, Trent Grisham was great. In defensive runs saved, he was terrible. What? Why is there so much discrepancy in numbers like that? And what can we really learn, Eno, from some of those defensive metrics? Defensive metrics are not as good as other metrics. And uh, one of the reasons is, you know, Grisham got 555 plate appearances, uh, you know, at the plate this year. So we know that he's about, you know, a little bit less than league average as a hitter. Um, But uh, he you know, in terms of chances in the outfield, you're talking about uh, two to 300 of which three quarters of those, maybe more are just total atom balls, you know, just balls that he didn't have to move to, to catch. Right. Yep. And so now we're looking at a hundred balls and being like, okay, we've got a hundred balls from Trent Grisham and a hundred balls from Kevin Kiermeyer. you know, now, and then you start looking at it, you're like, oh man, Kiermeyer got to like four more balls than Grisham. And so, so now you're like, oh, these four or five balls. How do you weight those? Wow. And that's 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 how you get defensive. Metrics. I never so. thought of it that way. It makes perfect sense it's now that you. I, I had no it. idea, but when I was talking about like it, seal, it feels like it's such a thin line thin. So between thin. the elite, the top five, and the bottom five of center well, fielders, for example. And Ben made the point: if you play center field in the big leagues, you're a good player. You're an athletic player. You know, you don't you don't stick a guy out in center to try to hide him. You really can't do it at the big league level. But for it to really come down to like I don't know four to five balls, yeah, five is pretty nuts. Plays. That's pretty nuts. It, I mean, it is it is just a really small sample thing, and so uh, which means like say, two balls that happen to go into the lights as opposed to under or above yeah. the lights can totally skew an entire. Season the whole season on your defensive metrics, correct, Eno? Something that, like a ball that knuckled, you know, sometimes those yes. balls go out to center field and they just knuckle instead of, you know, having some true spin on them. So, yeah, so a lot of that can make a difference. I like to look at sort of two or three-year 
uh, stamps. I mean, you also have aging. That's the other thing is like you're trying to figure out what the, how good they are this year. And let's say, you, oh, let's just, just use three years. But defense falls off quickly. It, it's, it's something that it peaks early because it requires all of your athleticism, you know. And so let's say we use a three-year stint. Like what if he's post-peak? <laughs> what if he peaked in somewhere in there? Uh, but if you use three years and you look at him, he's uh, positive across the board. And uh, and that's playing center field. So I believe that he is a good defender. Yeah, I mean, we we do too. Uh, the know, eye test the tells eye us, test that tells we us think yes, he's good, but, but boy, the eyes. We've are... always been told, don't believe your eyes. Uh, you know, that's why you, you go down defense, the wrong I would path. Say, it would defense, I would say that's the one where maybe you believe your eyes. But the one thing that the way that your eyes lie to you is uh, one like really crucial mistake. Yeah. Um, you're just going to remember that the way that we remember things emotional, like if you have an emotion tied to a memory, you're going to remember it better. So, you know, you won't remember the 10 good catches in August when they were, they were, they were, you know, terrible and, you know, they weren't winning, but you'll remember, you know, when every game counted, he missed that one catch. Yeah, you know? that's true. So and that's, I, I can remember, I remember a couple actually yeah. that I'm like, bro, you gotta, you gotta have that one, right? Well, and I think one of them was <laughs> one of those knucklers, actually, you know, uh, talking to Eno Saris here on Ben and Woods. And so let's go the other uh, side of the coin. Manny Machado, uh, Ben was a little more concerned that he was snubbed this year. I think he only played 105 games at third. We watch him every day. We definitely take him for granted. He is just as smooth as silk, but has never won a gold glove, which I think is staggering uh, to me. And, and what is that based on? Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't think this is the year that he necessarily deserved it or whatever. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, his his numbers have been really strong throughout. I think that he just ran up against the, uh, the buzzsaw that was Nolan Arenado sure. for a while. Um, and you know, there's, there's like Joey Votto has never won a gold glove, but really good. So, you know, there's, there's definitely, uh, you know, just some like who you up against type stuff. Uh, now, uh, the way that the gold glove is done is numbers. Uh, they, they throw DRS and outs above average and maybe UDR. I forget what it is exactly, but they throw two or three different, uh, defensive metrics into the blender. And I don't know if it's just an average or whatever, but it's, you know, somehow they mix it up and, and that's how they do it. So it is by the numbers now. I think it's partly vote and partly numbers, actually. They, they okay. slay, like combine the two together. And like you just said, but the numbers, though, aren't even the numbers when it's just one season and really yeah. a few significant balls over the course of the season that makes a huge difference. Now, Tatis's his defensive run save numbers are like three times more than any other right fielder in baseball. I'm thinking yeah. maybe at least from that we can actually glean something about how good he is out there. We talked about moving to center field. Like if, if they wanted to move him out there, what a difference that would make. Any, any thoughts on like what the impact or the moving of positions in the outfield can mean for a guy? I think he can do it. I think he can do it. You know, the eye test fails me uh, on Tatis. Because I watched a lot of Padres games down the stretch, and there were a couple where I was like, man, you were just, you know, in la-la land there for a second. You know what I mean? Um, it feels like sometimes I saw him just, you know, forget what was going on and then, and then like, get, you know, use his athleticism and make it close, yep. you know, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, but, like, so when I look at the numbers, I'm like, oh, yeah, of course he's a great defensive right fielder. He was a shortstop, like, yesterday. So, you know, I think he can totally be a center fielder if you look at the tools, if you look at the numbers, um, and it might maybe maybe it keeps him uh, more 
you know, sort of engaged in the game defensively um, so that you do miss some of those, like, you know, la-la land moments. And uh, what it does is it makes Trent Grisham more of a fourth uh, piece yeah. that you play uh, only against uh, uh, righties and maybe not all the time because of the offensive component. Um, and the other thing is the easiest thing to do or one of the easiest things to do in baseball is find a corner outfielder on a short deal. Um, so that would help them maybe on a team-building standpoint. On the other hand, they still have to find another corner outfielder anyway if they – right? No, they have Soto. So if they move Tatis to center – but why were they playing Profar so much down the stretch? It's a great question. Profar is kind of a weird thing. He's just a talisman, essentially, yeah. for the San Diego Padres. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, he's, Joe, it's he's very Joe odd, yeah. but he's, he's like a talisman for he's the Joe San Diego yeah. Padres. He DH'd for most yeah. games, didn't he? <laughs> he did play outfield a couple outfield. of times, yeah. But uh, they wanted to get Soto off his feet more just because he had played so many games and they didn't want to throw him out there 108, you know, 60 times. So they let him DH a few times and but let Profar play. It is funny that you mentioned the, the La La Land thing because they were just talking to Castellanos, who really worked hard in the offseason to improve yeah. his defense. And he said straight up, he goes, it's boring. Like, I get bored. Yeah. <laughs> I got bored playing right field. And if you've ever played right field, it is boring. And But he said, I had to refocus and realize they need me. You know, I have to do a better job defensively. And he did. He improved. Defense is, is you can improve on it. Tony Gwynn did it. Fernando Tatis Jr. did it. And, and, but they're not immune. It takes effort. Yeah, it takes effort and, and it takes focus. focus. For 162, yeah. man, it's... It takes focus to do a four-hour radio it, show. It and does. And God fail. knows mine lapses. <laughs> yeah, we, we fail still, a lot. Sometimes you, you're talking about beating off some reason. <laughs> uh, the... <laughs> The other thing that I think the best uh, defensive players do is, uh, and this is true for DH too, where it's easy to lose focus, is they, they become managers in their head and they start thinking about who's, who's coming up next, what are their tendencies, like, yeah. you know, how would I pitch them, what is the next pitch going to be. Kevin Kiermeyer says he can see the catcher signs. I guess that's out now uh, yeah. because of pitch comp. But he used to say that he would look in for the catcher signs and be like, Oh, uh, that's a breaking ball. I'm going to take a step to my right or whatever, you know? So, yeah. um, you know, the, the best players find a way to stay focused by, like, you know, taking that manager's mindset on. That's great, man. That's great stuff, dude. And you know, congrats you know, on the endorsement. Yep. Uh, beautiful commercial. Get, good work now, on that. Do you have, like, can you. Can you send us some, or should we just buy these? <laughs> is, there a, is there a code that we could? Uh, Are you me? In? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Is there a code we can use? All right, just find I'll a find you. a code, and we'll get some. I want to support. All right. You know how we do. <laughs> right. Thank See you, buddy. You. There's our friend Eno Saris from the Athletic. That was Eno Saris, sponsored by Seven Mile Casino, featuring all of your favorite table games like California style blackjack, poker, and baccarat. Just seven minutes from the ballpark. I mean, it made sense, but that was fascinating. Like, okay, defensive stats, yeah, they don't they don't mean as much as the offensive ones. You just get so few meaning. The meaningful balls, the ones that are really 50-50, like do you get to them or not, you may go a week or two without actually getting one of those balls. You know, most of them are fairly routine. You take a few steps, you, you jog in, you run a little bit. Everybody gets those. They're all good center fielders. Those true... It takes an elite guy to catch those balls. You may see him once a month. Yeah. 
You know, brilliant. That's man. fascinating. It's very, very fascinating. Imagine your season gold glove coming down to four or five plays. And if you happen to be la la landing one of those times yep. when those balls came, well, your defensive stats suffer for an entire year. That's crazy, man. That is crazy. It's like your handicap in golf. You know, one good round can literally ruin your handicap, man. So that's very, very funny. All right, we are going to come back. Uh, Paulie's got some headlines with the Rindle Report, including a championship moment last night in sports. Uh, we're also going to be giving away some SDSU Nevada football tickets for Snapdragon Stadium in our final hour. Do not go anywhere. More Bennett Woods on the way on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 